Hey, thanks for joining us here on the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for week three. I'm Maurice Patton. That's Chris Yao. Chris, we get started quick this week. Second week in a row, we've got a Thursday night game as Spring Hill travels up Interstate 65 into Metro to take on Maplewood in a matchup of two winless squads thus far. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting matchup because, you know, over the last couple of years, this game has been really, really good. When both teams were good a few years ago and when both teams have struggled the last couple of years. So it's, it's been a really competitive game uh, recent in recent memory. Yeah, I think it will be that again this time around as Maplewood comes off of, again, a couple of losses um, against Hunter's Lane in the opener and BGA last week. But I, I'm expecting it to be, like you said, a competitive ball game. Spring Hill – Really competitive in their 18-13 loss at home to Mount Pleasant last week. So I think they're going to come into this game with some confidence. And um, looking forward to seeing Trey Isaac get back on the field after not playing last week because of some flu-like symptoms that kept him out of practice. So, Well, yeah, I think that's going to be a big for Spring Hill if they can get him for sure. Speaking of I-65 – Independent Centennial. I guess, I guess you got to kind of come off 65 and come across 840 to get to Indy from Centennial. But a couple of Williamson County teams going at it, and Centennial's off to a great start. Yeah, you know this is this is one of those teams that we kind of we knew had some athletes going into the season. The quarterback position was a little bit of a question mark. Elisha Nieves has stepped into that and has played really well for the Wildcats to this point. Or Cougars. Cougars, sorry. Cougars. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> all the alliteration, and mm -hmm. I still mm -hmm. missed it. Um, but, but yeah, Independence really bounced back last week. I'm, I'm really curious to see how – they're able to take the momentum from last week in that big win over Page. Showed a lot of resilience yes. in that 30-27, to 27, three overtime victory. And not afraid to put, put the game on the foot of Landrick Majeski. So, yeah, this is going to be a fun ball game to watch, I think. Um, next up, Green Hill, another team that's off to a great start at Summit. Um, Green Hill has outscored its first two opponents by 67 points. Summit won 40 to nothing against Spring Hill and lost 42 to nothing against Centennial. Yeah, kind of feast or famine exactly. for the Spartans. And, and, and Cannon Burroughs, quarterback for Green Hill, is really going to be, you know, he's a guy that you have to pay attention to no matter what. Despite being a sophomore, he, he has really stepped into that role and played really well to this point, and they put points up like you know, like, like nobody's business. So yeah. Summit's defense is going to have to step up or they're going to have to shorten the game with that patented Brian Coleman three yards in a cloud of dust. That, that will help, I think. I think that will help immensely if they are able to do that. Um. Region 5-2A play beginning this week and a new matchup in that region as Harpeth goes to Loretta. This is one of the, the, the matchups that's kind of hard to talk about because I just don't know a lot about Harpeth. Obviously, they're in the Main Street Preps uh, coverage area, but you know they're one of those teams you don't hear a lot about. 
Uh, and and as I was making the helmet schedule, I thought, now what's their mascot? I mean, like I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, Loretto is coming off a major victory. That's a big time against now. Lawrence County, and yeah. and you know, getting them at home last week was, was huge. So, I think this is going to be a. It's going to be an, a really interesting battle between the high of coming off of beating Lawrence County and realizing that that game doesn't matter because this is what matters for the playoffs. So how does Loretto respond after being on that high? I am really fascinated by the offensive balance that Loretto has shown thus far with you know, with the quarterback Carter Daniel and those receivers and with the run game that they've been able to put together as well. So um, if if they continue to do that, they're they're destined to have a lot of success, I feel like. Um, A game that was moved. This was supposed to be Columbia Central at Hunter's Lane. Instead, it's Hunter's Lane at Columbia Central. Both these teams coming in one and one. Hunter's Lane won their opener. Columbia Central won last week over Dixon County. Yeah, I was there for that one, and Caden McCoy was the catalyst for that that Columbia Central offense. Caden McCoy was Caden McCoy. Yes, yes, he was very much so, and and they needed him because they didn't have a, a lot of extra help in the backfield. They, they got a couple of young kids that they let handle the the football, and uh, Case and Tice. Completed just one pass last week. Now, it did go for a 40-yard touchdown to Jordan Davis, which they have the ability to do. And they don't like to throw the ball a lot. When they do, they want to hit something big just to kind of keep you honest. And so I think that's really where, you know, where Columbia Central is right now. So I'm curious if they'll even have to throw a pass this week. Well, if they don't have to, they probably won't. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so – Region 5-5A play, Lawrence County, we used to refer to it as the pit, but it's not nearly as intimidating anymore when you go to Lincoln County. Um, Both those teams coming in at one and one. Um, Lincoln County survived at Richland in their season opener and then dropped one this past week to uh, to Davidson Academy, Lawrence County, defeated Summertown, as we said, lost to Loretta last week. Um, But I really like what Lawrence County is doing offensively in particular. They're just mashing you with those three running backs in that offensive line. Well, and that's, you know, when I saw them play at Marshall County last year, they had an opportunity to win that game because of that. Again, they shortened the game. They, They force you to play their style of football. And when they do that, and they're and they're, they're typically successful because they're so big up front. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are just so big and physical up front, and well, they've and got those, those backs are big so and physical athletic. as well. I mean, Ian Clayton is probably the smallest of the three, but when Bentley and Everly are pounding you in the middle, and you get sucked down in, and then Clayton gets the edge, he's gone. His two touchdowns last week were sixty-nine and sixty-seven yards. Yeah, so you'll take that. They've got what five hundred and almost six hundred yards on the season between them. So yeah, that, that's solid. Um, mentioned Summertown, the zero and two Eagles going to two and zero Hickman County in Region Five two A play this week, and um, you know 
don't want to necessarily speak negatively, but Hickman County's 2-0 and is a little deceptive, I think, because one of them was over a Houston County team that has now lost 27 straight, the longest losing streak in the state. And the other was... Now over, that Glencliff has snapped theirs. Right. And the other was against McEwen, coached by Summertown's former coach. Oh, wow. Until about two months ago, Rick Rice. Um, I... I think Dan Winfrey is getting these kids caught up quickly. You know, they were they were terribly competitive against Lawrence County. They I think they got worn down against Wayne County last week in an ultimate 40 to 26 loss. But um and Wayne County showed a lot of a lot of positives in that loss to even Mount Pleasant. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like Wayne County may be a team to watch out for in that regard but yeah I, I really feel like Summertown has has had to have a lot of young kids step up mm-hmm. and and there's going to be some, some of those kids pains. probably weren't ready and yeah. may still not be ready there's going to be some growing pains with that but if if this young group sticks it out I think they're going to be really good in a couple of years uh, but but this is a game that I think that if Summertown's going to win a couple of games they need to win. This, this might one. be one of them, absolutely. Um, also in Region 5, 2A, two teams that have had some success of late. Um, Waverly, a newcomer to this region. Um, Mount Pleasant won this region last year, both of them coming in at 2-0. and Waverly, you, you talked about Green Hill being able to score points. Waverly is averaging – a bunch <laughs> and they opened with um a 71 50 win at camden they're averaging that right was at, a basketball school exactly they're averaging right at 60 points a game Jeez. um bryce stanfield i assume he's the younger brother of former mr football gavin stanfield rushed for 367 against fairview last week um 367 Jeez. 367 Mount Pleasant, meanwhile, dealing with some injuries. Um, Keevan Cooper out for the year with a knee. Jaden McClure did not play last week against Spring Hill because of a knee. Not sure what his status is for this week. And so they're kind of trying to piece together a running game. But you still got Darian Mesa. Still got Nick Brown. And those guys can make plays. Yeah, I think this is, this is going to be a, a – this is going to tell us a lot about Mount Pleasant. It's going to mm-hmm. tell us a lot about this region. And you definitely don't want to be dealing with injuries to two of your best players in this game if you're Mount Pleasant. So you hope and you, that, and you definitely don't want to lose this game when you're trying to play for a region championship at home. Right. This is this is going to be a, a massive, massive game. So I'm looking I, I think to, it's more massive for Mount Pleasant, but yes, it's massive for this region either way. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to keeping up with it throughout the night. Yeah. Um, finally, all of those games that we mentioned are 7 o'clock kickoffs. Columbia Academy goes to Friendship Christian for a 7.30 kickoff on Friday night. And Columbia Academy coming off a huge win last week over at Webb behind junior running back Monte Baldwin. 256 rushing yards, five touchdowns. Our Main Street Murray player of the week this week. Yeah, th- this is going to be an interesting ball game. The Commanders come in with with a lot of uh, momentum off that 35-13 win against Donaldson Christian. Of course, Mont- Monte Baldwin is massive 
for this team. So I think they're going to have to have a, another big night for Monte. Absolutely. When we come back, we're going to give you picks on all of these games, and we've been pretty good at it so far. So stay with us. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Welcome back to the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for week three. I'm Maurice Patton. That's Chris Yao. Chris, let's tell folks who's going to win in week three. Yeah, at this point, we're, we're both 11 and three on the year, so you've got a pretty good shot if you're listening to us. We'll start with Spring Hill at Maplewood on Thursday. And again, this is one of those, if you're going to win some games this year, you feel like you need to win this one. I'm I'm torn here, but I, th oh man, I'm going to go with Maplewood because they're at home. 
I'm going to go with Spring Hill just because I liked a lot of what I saw out of them last week against Mount Pleasant. Uh, they, they certainly put up a good fight against a really good Mount Pleasant team. I agree exactly. Centennial is at Independence. I'll be there. You can follow me at Christian 14 for updates. 2-0 Cougars, 1-1 Eagles. Uh, in this one, you know, I really feel like it's going to come down to offense. And right now I think Centennial's got the better offense, so I'm going to go with the Cougars. I'm going to go with the Cougars as well, but I will warn Jamal Stewart and CCCHS, don't let it be close because Landry Majeski can beat you. Green Hill at Summit. Uh, Summit coming off that big 42-0 loss uh, against Centennial. Green Hill coming in rolling. I think the Hawks get the win here. I, I agree. I um, I just don't think Summit has enough firepower to keep up with this Green Hill team at this point. Harpeth at Loretto. Loretto 2-0. and They continue that and roll. Yeah, speaking of firepower, <laughs> the Mustangs have got it. Horsepower. Yes, horsepower. There you go. Hunter's Lane at Columbia Central. This is going to be an interesting game. I think Columbia Central wins it pretty easily, but uh, just because they've got more athletes. I think they've got more athletes. I think they. I think last week's win did a world of good for them from a uh, confidence standpoint. Lawrence County at Lincoln County over at the pit. I think Lawrence County's got the – they've got the athletes in the backfield. They've got the big guys up front. I think Lawrence County wins this one. Agreed. Summertown goes to Hickman County. Uh, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I think knowing how to win is going to be the difference for the Bulldogs. I think it's the Bulldogs. I think it's close because, again, I just – to your point, one, Hickman County's at home. Two, until Summertown wins one, I don't know that they do know how to win one. So, yeah. Big one, Waverly at Mount Pleasant. Both 2-0 and o should be a, a great game. I'm, I'm going to go with Waverly here. I think the, I think the injuries are going to be a problem for Mount Pleasant, and that's the only reason I'm picking Mount Pleasant to lose. If these two teams were both 100% healthy, I think I'd go with the Tigers at home, but I, I can't do it here. I really do. Well, they're both Tigers for one thing. That's why I said <laughs> But I, I do like the home Tigers. I just don't like them in this ball game. I, I just think Waverly has too much – offensively and with the injuries that, that Mount Pleasant's dealing with, I think it's going to be tough for them to overcome. I think it's Waverly. I think it's close. Finally, Columbia Academy goes to Friendship Christian, 7.30 kick on Friday. Friendship Christian is coming off a state championship performance. Did They made it last year. They won it. They, they won, won it. it. Okay. So the commanders defending state champs, mm-hmm. I think they're going to get the win in this one as well. But I think this will be a very – very competitive ball game. I think it's going to be a very close ball game. Don't count the Bulldogs out. I, I think Columbia Academy is going to be in every game they play. I think Friendship Christian is probably going to be a little bit bigger and a little bit more athletic, and I'm thinking that's going to be the difference in this one, particularly at FCS. There you go. That'll do it here for the Main Street Murray High School football preview show for week three keep up with us at mainstreetmurray.com at chris yow underscore no 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 no, no, no underscore chris yow 14 on twitter i'm at mo Patton underscore sports on twitter and follow us this weekend we'll see you